0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is Gail Morgan welcoming you to the Libertarian Counterpoint's Knuckleheads of Liberty podcast. You've heard their point, now listen to the counterpoint. Welcome to the Knuckleheads of Liberty podcast. We're coming at you on July 7, 2021. Uh, somehow we've managed to get through almost six months of a, a, just a horrific Biden administration. I, I amazed that uh, you know we're not we're not underwater at this point <laughs> we're that guy. but uh you know uh, i guess every day is a new adventure uh, but before we get into any of the topics today let me introduce you to our panel in our upper left hand corner we have leon word brathwaite last word in liberty he is a retired engineer in the state of california in our upper right hand corner we have our screaming eagle of freedom tim ever he is a pilot in the state of california and my name is jason Fee, and i'll be your host today so uh getting right into it you know one of the topics and this this one was sort of inspired by some background chat between the three of us and a little bit of disagreement we thought man we ought to get this on air because you know it's a it's a rich topic uh but essentially in 2020 we really had our property rights sort of upended by government uh you know aside from there being lockdowns and and such there were uh you know a lot of of instances where there were just complete violations of property rights and challenges to people being able to defend those property rights as well and one of the first uh, uh, topics I wanted to bring up on that uh, was the issue of, of self-defense in these situations you know where you have uh, you know you're you're in a period of I guess mobs where you're not sure exactly what level of trespass they're about to visit upon you um, and you uh, as well, we also have and, and can you defend yourself? At what point can you defend yourself in those situations from a liberty perspective and a legal perspective Uh and, and conversely, we have situations uh, like in the, the Chaz, where you literally had people who were invading um, <laughs> uh, the property rights of other people in the Commons and carrying guns as well. And there seemed to be two different standards of justice in this uh as far as how the law regarded these people so in the case of the mcclasky's uh they were actually uh it was to, to give the background uh the the first picture we showed where the uh um uh, husband and wife they were at home suddenly there's a mob outside there in their private community busted through a gate um and this is in a backdrop where many cities have burned with mobs coming through places and so they came out, they got their guns and they confronted the protesters in their front yard holding their weapons. Um, now uh, and, and they were arrested uh, by the way for this and charged. Um, they were char- I don't
1: think they were ever arrested, There's nothing but they were charged though they were indicted and charged. Okay, okay, I, I thought they were arrested, but
0: uh, they were at least charged then yes. um, and uh, uh, they had the gun confiscated. Now you go to the Chaz and you <laughs> literally had public streets and private businesses and a, literally a roving mob came through, took it over, uh, uh, carried guns around, <laughs> pointed them at people, even even wound up killing some people in the end of the thing. And yet, uh, the, until the, the, the deaths, I don't think they arrested anybody for, for gun crimes in those uh, particular areas. No. So, it, and certainly <laughs> one of the other crazy things is while people were committing a lot of these property crimes, even if they were arrested, uh, it turned out that a lot of these uh cities were just releasing the people immediately with that without bail so it, it just uh you know kind of a crazy upside down time so so uh, you know let's get right into it i mean what do you guys think about this uh you know and sort of getting back to the mccloskeys um you know should they have have been able to do what they did uh in light of the situation or not i mean is it something where uh, you know, sh- should you be able to stand out on your property, and if you think you're being threatened, uh, stand there with a gun defending your property.
2: Um, first of all, a question for Leon, because uh, sure. uh, y- you seem to really be knowledgeable about this, and and I may not be quite as about this particular incident. But the McCloskeys uh, pled down to um to I think one or two misdemeanors. Do yes. you know what exactly those misdemeanors were? oh
1: no i'm not sure i didn't um I, know, I should have I, known i should know but I, I've, forgotten. I've forgotten i'm that. not sure I what know.
0: the final misdemeanors are but I, I know they did take their guns from them uh and they were charging them and uh you know it's funny too because as as a side piece of trivia the woman's gun apparently was was disabled it was apparently it was not working right. they yes, had yes. for uh, uh you know a, a case they were working on because they themselves were attorneys And so when they took this gun from them, uh, you know, as they confiscated them, the, uh, the prosecutor actually took the gun apart and put it together to make it work again, so they could charge someone <laughs> <Yeah>. an actual firearm. <laughs> so, in reality, it was—I think it was only Tim was that an AR-15 that the uh, the, yes. you know, the picture yeah. of Kwasny was. Over? It okay, was okay, AR-15. So, yes. yeah, so, in reality, that's the only gun that was actually working. Although I'm sure the protesters didn't know the other pea shooter uh, that she or was not, yes. <laughs> or, or,
2: or, yeah. or as is commonly termed, the evil black rifle. <laughs> with a mind of its own, yes. Yeah. Able, to shoot, yeah. able to shoot, able to shoot four hundred rounds per second. Oh lord! Yeah.
0: Or as Biden calls it an assault weapon. Although I suppose that she was pointing the yeah. other gun. That now is also probably an assault weapon.
2: To Biden. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> if you,
0: Everything's yeah. an assault. You know, not think uh, uh, except a yeah, single I, barrel I, shotgun that he keeps. Yeah, with exactly, <laughs>
2: If if you're uh, assaulting someone illegally and immorally with a firearm, I pr- pretty much they're all assault weapons. Indeed. Or even a knife or a bat or yes. anything. You know? yes. And anyway, uh, um, uh, in this, this day and age, you've really got to be careful because it is upside down. And, you know, the McCloskeys get in trouble for uh, doing something uh, legal under... Missouri law. I think it's Missouri, right? Yeah. Where they it's Missouri, San yeah. Missouri. It is, yes. Yeah. So apparently it's it's legal to stand your ground. Uh, they've, um, oh, there's a term for the, the area around your house, like the backyard and front yard. Uh, there's an actual legal term for it that uh, that uh, that these laws that they have in Missouri. Uh, apply. And so they were in that zone. They were in their property. And uh, it, in fact, the whole area was private property of the whole neighborhood. So yeah, these uh, these protesters were in violation of the law. They were trespassing and they didn't get in trouble in the least, just like the the other people in um, uh, all the other riot zones across the nation never, never got in trouble. So uh, you know, here here's the situation today: is you have to be extremely careful with how you go about defending yourself, uh, good, bad, or indifferent. And and again, I th- I think Leon and you, Jason, are, are probably going to side with um, property rights and being able to defend your property. And I may um, uh, lean toward the legality and and in, in in my head it's the morality of uh killing somebody over your your rose bushes and your you know your your tv set and your and your uh, your vehicle and that kind of thing um so so i don't i i have a moral issue with with uh taking a life over those kinds of things as well as and it's it's in the law it's all it's been that way a long time so anyway that that's that's i think our our differences of opinion is that Pretty good. Well, well
1: Tim, Tim, I think, okay, mm-hmm. if someone could just walk on to my property, mm-hmm. okay, and take my property away, that is the fruits of my labor, okay? If they can do that and I cannot shoot them, then that is slavery, okay? And I think slavery is banned in this country. So nobody should be able to walk in and take the fruits of my labor, okay? Take the fruits of my labor. Except the government. <laughs> <laughs> Because even even the government yeah. will have a problem with, but yes, yeah. they have yeah. they have the law on yeah. their side. Well, remember yeah. Biden said you need an F fifteen to take him. All <laughs> right, again, right. I'll, I'll have to get an F fifteen to take on Biden. I guess an assault
0: F fifteen.
1: Yes. <laughs> I am joking about taking on Biden. Okay, I'm joking. Just to let you know. Yeah. Okay, now, but 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 the point is though, but the point is though, we are talking about the fruits of our of our labor. Maybe it might look like a television. Maybe it might look like a stove. Maybe it might look like my watch or my iPhone or something like that. But the fact of the matter is, it is the fruits of my labor. And if somebody could just walk into my property and take that away, that's slavery. That is plain and simple slavery.
2: Okay, but you mentioned that you don't have a, that you have a problem with the government being able to do it, but you're not going to oppose that with with force because it's uh, legal for them to, to take your property. And what I'm saying is the law is siding with those people that are stealing your vehicle out from in front of your, your driveway, for example. They're, they're, they, they broke into your car and they're about to hotwire it and drive off with it. And you come out with your um, weapon of choice and shoot through the, through the windshield and kill them right there, still have your car, but the law is going to tell you that you, you need to go to prison after being convicted because uh, there's no way that person was threatening your life and that is the law. So the law in just the same way as the government taking our, our uh, fruits of our labor in the fact that they, they uh, tax us to death here, there and everywhere. Exact same thing, and if anything is slavery, it's that. But I have an issue, and I don't think the that it's quite slavery when someone steals from you. It's something bad. It's different type of bad, but I don't call it slavery. I, I, I do I, call the government though Are you saying crazy. that? No, no.
1: One difference, Steve Jason, I'm sorry. One thing I want to uh, I want to um, say something here in response to Tim. I am saying, sure, somebody could come onto my property and steal, I am not home, they take it. I'm not saying if we end up in court, they should, they, should be, um, they should be sentenced to death for that. But I am simply saying, if they walk onto my property and I am here, okay, I have the right morally and legally in, some, in, in most states of the union, I believe, to defend my life and my property. I don't know what they're gonna do next. If they sure they want to take my phone and it looked like they only want to take my phone, I don't know if they're going to turn around and want to attack my wife. I don't know. I don't know their intentions and I don't really don't care. I should shoot them immediately.
0: Well, and, and let me, let me bring in uh, two real quick, uh, uh, clarifications. One is a point that Leon was just about to make that, you know, post hoc, we can look back at it and say, Oh, that's all this person did. You know, he only right. wanted the toaster or the car or whatever it was, uh, and in that case, if we rationally knew that at the time, maybe we could make that decision to say, oh, well, this is all it is and that's all it's going to be, then maybe I can just, okay, you know, we it. But it, you know, the problem is they're not playing by a rule book. They're not telling you exactly, you know, they haven't sent you a message that, Hey, I'm coming over there and I'm just going to take that and you're not going to stop me. And you know, it, it, they're showing up in, in violating you by being on the property you don't know where they're going to stop. You know, you don't exactly. know what enough is if it was just going to be the toast. Now you gave the example of a car, Tim, that's a little more, uh, you know, encapsulated. So, you know, you, you, I mean, maybe he'll be back for your next car, but, <laughs> but, but at least, at least at the moment, he's only not, there not if, that car. Apparently.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so. You know, I mean, what, what if what if the kid still in the car is uh, 12 years old or 13, and and weighs 105 pounds, and um, has no weapon of any kind except you know a screwdriver or whatever to get into the car. And that's it. And um, uh, you, uh, you, you know, from a distance where they're they're not threatening you, 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 you shoot them and kill them. And <laughs> yeah, I'm just telling you, it's to me. Uh, never mind the legality. To me, to me, it's immoral to take somebody's life, which is way. You can replace a car, but you can't replace a uh, human life. And so I, I just uh, have an issue with that. I, see, I understand. I, see, I, see, I understand I it's an affront to our liberty and an affront to. I understand that. Okay, I get that. There's a lot of affronts to my liberty going on today. I agree, especially today. Okay, that doesn't mean I'm gonna be able to go kill somebody over it, though. You know, it depends on what the affront is, Tim. Seriously. Now, well, yeah. I,
1: look at I, look at that twelve year old kid they just mentioned there. Okay, so. Yes, you're right. It's tragic if I end up shooting a twelve year old kid because you're stealing my car in my front yard, okay? But I want you to remember something of the I I don't with this kid? It happened oh, in Chicago. You're breaking up,
2: Leon. Huh? You're breaking up. I'm sorry. Am I breaking up? Yeah, yeah you. You were. Uh, it, it seems like the more excited you get. I mean, when you have one, f- <laughs> one finger, it doesn't do anything. But when you do two fingers, <laughs> yeah, it, we, we got a it, it does something to your to your internet. I'm not sure what. <laughs> all right, anyway, if, if, if you the mojo, bat, <laughs> yeah. If, <laughs> if, okay. Okay. Stay right there. Stay okay, right no Let fingers, me to... and, and make your point that it was a great point you were making. About okay, about Adam okay, Adam Toledo,
1: actually was 13 years old. He and another guy, 2 o'clock in the morning, were shooting at cars, okay, were shooting at cars in Chicago. The police confronted them. Somebody called the police. The police confronted them on the street. They got a the guy down. The guy was about 20 years old or something like that. Adam Toledo, 13 years old, decided to run. He ran into her, where a dark alley. He took the police officer down a dark alley. Down the dark alley at the last second, Adam Toledo appeared to be surrendering. If, he did, if you look at the very last frame of all the things you see, mm-hmm. it looks like he was turning around to surrender. The police officer in that split second had to make a decision. Okay. Now the police officer know there's guns involved because they were shooting. The police officer he just took the he confronted him in a semi-lighted area. Adam Toledo took him down a dark alley. The police officer shot him in the dark alley. Now, was the police officer wrong in that point? I say no. It turned out Adam Toledo had a gun. Well, he had tried to throw it behind the fence, but they they found it. He had a gun, 13 years old. Now, I wonder where the hell experience was, but that's a different discussion. But this is just a point. When a guy is standing out front, my yard stealing my car. I don't know what next he's going to do. Okay. I don't know. So I think I have to defend my property, even though the property is on public street, I have to defend it.
2: Okay. Well, yeah, two two different things there. Um, You know, the, the, the police officer in the heat of the moment had to make a split second decision in poor light. And so on. And the kid had just discarded the, the firearm. Maybe it was, and probably was surrendering, but uh, you know, all bets are off. I mean, if you're shooting at cars and get and run from the police, um, you know, you're, the ability or the, 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 uh, the, the risk of being shot uh, is extremely high. Okay. and And I'm just, I'm just saying that to go back to my example, that, that we're both discussing Leon. And I appreciate that, uh, of the kids sitting in the car, trying to hotwire it. I, I seriously doubt when he's sitting in my car, trying to get the car started, that he's got any, uh, intentions of, of shooting me. Maybe he does. I mean, if I confront him then, and, and of course, if you go to a firearms instructor, most of them that I've read, heard, and been around will tell you that, um, you know, d- don't expose yourself unnecessarily. If someone's stealing your car, just start calling the police and let them handle it. It's their job to apprehend these people, not, not ours. If someone is, is, um, has got the means and the opportunity and, and uh, seems to be intent on doing you harm, it's at that point that you can take their life to save yours because that's what it is. It's, it's to try to save your life, not to save your property. So that's just where we disagree. I think we're going to have to accept that disagreement. I simply do not want to kill someone over property.
0: Let let, let me jump in here too, because this is one of the other points I wanted to try and clarify as well. So I I guess at, at what point, I guess, is it okay for you to defend your property then in your mind? Because if you literally don't know where the takings of property ends. I mean, so you say, oh, it's a TV or it's a toaster or whatever. Then, yeah, it seems, oh my gosh, what a horrific exchange, somebody's life for a TV or a toaster. But if if we're living in a state where the police have just said, hey, you know, we're, we're not going to show up, <laughs> we're not yes. going to do anything. So they're, they're essentially, and that's where the McCloskeys were at that point. I mean, they were essentially in a reality where the police just weren't showing up to do anything about these types of situations. So well, in, in, that, in, in that case, where is the line? At what point now, if we had this societal agreement where we said, hey, uh, you know, somebody has trespassed on your property. Don't worry. The police are going to take care of it. They're going to be there. And that's the responsibility. So I'll just sit back and, and away we go. But the problem is we're getting to a point where people are literally just being told, hey, look, you can walk into Walgreens as long as you don't take over a thousand dollars worth of stuff. You're okay. <laughs> I mean, or whatever store. In fact, go go to all the stores and you know just individually take a thousand dollars stuff. You know, well, head over to Leon's house and take a
1: thousand dollars. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, in, in San Francisco, they are closing. Yeah. They are closing stores now because because of uh, the uh, crime issue. People just walking in broad daylight and walking out with stuff in San Francisco. That's going on right now as we speak. The stores are beginning to close at six o'clock. Because they don't want to stay up until nine, because that is when these the comebacks come out. Yeah, but, but 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 I guess
0: my point is at what point? Because at some point, if they take all your property, you are effectively a slave, like Leon is saying. I mean, if they can come in with impunity and take whatever they want whenever they want, and you can't defend yourself because they say, "Hey, I'm only here for property." So there's got to be some cutoff there where you can say, "Hey, look, at some point, I'm not letting you take this stuff." So I I mean, would you say mm-hmm. that there's some point there?
2: Well, yeah, you frame the the uh the question around the toaster and 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 i guess now you're you're going you know a little further um in this day and age with the rioting going on um it's uh it is a situation where it could get to the point where the police are not not going to show up period and if uh rioters wanted to go barging from house to house in your neighborhood and they're on. They 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 barge into your a uh, house and they're in there and they're just going to take stuff, okay. And uh, if somebody tries to stop them, maybe they'll they'll do violence then. But until then, uh, they're not gonna. Um, then uh, is a bit of a gray area there. I mean, yeah, and, and they'll take everything. Let's just assume they'll take everything out of the house, okay. Uh, unless you you do something, okay. Well. Number one, as soon as they walk through that door, if you tell them go away, and they keep they take one step forward into your house at that point in time, even in California, you have the the right to stop them from coming into your space. Okay, you have retreated; you can't go any further than your house, and uh, so. I would say that in in my situation, you would probably still go to trial and it may look bad for you. And all those rioters that stole all that stuff out of all your neighbors' houses because the neighbors didn't have a gun and they let them do what they wanted to do. Those rioters would go away scot-free in today's situation. That's a fact that we are in a, it's horrible and we shouldn't be in this situation. It's wrong. And I don't know what to do about it, but that's the fact. And so I'm just saying, you know, you, you, every, every situation is different and every, you know, and when you're sitting there on trial uh, and the prosecuting attorney is making his case against you for killing some, somebody for stealing your stuff, you're, you're going to have to have the right answer. I mean, well, not you, but I mean, you, you see what I'm saying? They're going to have to try to make a case that you that you did it.
0: Yeah, but, but that is the difference between whether we're talking about principles of liberty, should you be able to defend yourself, versus does the law well, allow yeah. you to defend yes. yourself? So you, yeah. Well, issues.
2: I'm saying you should, and I'm saying that at your yeah. front door, yeah. that's where it stops. That's where the buck stops, right there. Leon thinks it's out in his driveway where it stops. <laughs> 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 But yes. I, but I'm here to say that that more well, could, could ethics, be if
0: he's parked in front of a Walgreens too. <laughs> yeah, parked. Parked. <laughs> right, yeah,
2: yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. I, I can see Leon. You know, if he was armed, he, he could he would probably point his gun at the guy, saying, Where "I don't know if he would pull the trigger though." I mean, it, it all comes down. I to mean, that. I mean, I, I the, pulling the trigger to me is the last resort. Okay,
1: you're trying not to shoot the person, but. Yeah. There's at some point in time where there's going to be no... I, I mean, I just can't hesitate, honestly. Yeah. Okay,
2: well, you can tell that to the judge then.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Tim, I'm sure you'll find a good lawyer to defend me. I'm, I'm not worried about
2: it. <laughs> You're going to need one. Probably so. Probably so. So will I, no matter how, how right I am. Uh, everybody, especially in California, Everybody in a, hom- a justifiable or homicide is going to be a homicide. Whether or not it's justified is going to be up to the jury of your it peers, and they're is. going to be there. Yeah. Indeed, well, with that, indeed. we are
0: at the point in our show, the Knucklehead Noise Control. We didn't get to any of the other topics, but hey, it was a good discussion.
2: So, uh,
0: <laughs> so wow, we got other noises too to let us know.
2: <laughs> Spam <laughs> risk.
0: Oh, <okay>. Anyways, <laughs> uh, this particular thing, uh, you know, in all of this crazy talk we've had about race, anti-racism, and all this other stuff, uh, this was kind of a funny video that surfaced recently of 2019 Aspen Ideas. Uh, um, Fest, I guess, they, they have this thing. It's kind of like a big tent thing or something. But um, uh, anyways, uh, uh, Ibram X. Kendi, uh, noted anti-racist, was giving a talk about anti-racism uh, at, at that point. And, uh, and it, was, it was funny because all of this talk about wanting to push this stuff in society, you would think they could at least define the terms. Uh, but yes. in this particular case, uh, mm-hmm. a person asked uh, Ibram Kendi during the talk, he said, Uh, you talked about the importance of defining racism but unless i missed it uh, which is possible i didn't hear your personal definition is there one that you would offer like uh how do you define racism and so Kendi's answer was so racism i would define it um as a collection um, of uh, racist policies that tend to uh racial inequity uh that are substantiated by racist ideas and so the questioner I guess came back and asked for clarification and everybody just kind of laughed in the audience because he didn't really answer he just said racism is racism essentially racism saying, racism, right that? He that. Says, yeah he said sure he said a collection of racist policies that lead to racial inequity that are substantiated by racist ideas So I mean he literally he came back for a second <laughs> swipe and just said yeah racism
1: is racism." <laughs> You know, yeah. <laughs> it, 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 go ahead, Jason. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no. You
0: Go ahead. You
1: jump into it. You no, know, it's <laughs> just sad, the sad reality of this <clears throat> is this idiot is making maybe hundreds of thousands of dollars talking this kind of damn nonsense. Well, about, millions. <laughs> yeah, probably millions. Probably millions. He, he even have a book out there, and all that of people are going to read it. And the things that this man is pushing is nothing but pure poison. It's as, venomous, it's as venomous as the most poisonous snake In the world this and and this guy is 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 who trying to lead us to this utopia where everything's gonna be nice and wonderful where we'll have all this racial equity and everything's gonna be nice and wonderful and yet this idiot cannot even define this thing that he's supposed to be an expert at god help us with these people these race hustlers and poverty pimps that
2: we have running around god help us wow well, we're kind of, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I say gun control is racism. <laughs> there you go. The minimum wage is racism. Oh, I believe that too. The government, in
0: fact, has been at times racist. I think it's very racist to be honest. I mean,
1: slavery was legal. Jim Crow was legal. Yeah. Okay. And, and the, great society, the Great That's... Society is also legal. And look at what's happening to blacks in the inner cities today. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, uh, with that said, uh, we've kind of reached the definition of the time of the end of our show here. (laughs) uh, So uh, with that said, uh, uh, we thank you so much for joining us today, and we hope you join us for the next one. Uh, Until then, be free. Indeed. Bye. (laughs)